rated mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. All right, guys, welcome to another edition. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy, happy Wednesday night to everyone tuning in. I uh, hope your week is going well. And uh, you're trying to uh, live uh, a sane life, right? Because, I mean, what, what's going on, folks, is, is, is just downright crazy. It's craziness what's going on. Want to? Uh, I want to bring into a lot of different stories here on the podcast tonight. Um, I want to get into some uh, some Trump news and uh, basically what you know what uh, what he thinks of uh, Biden's disastrous uh, presidency uh, because we know hell on high wheels. It's 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 not going well. Good for the president, folks. It's it's not going well at all. Um, Want to get into um, the uh, the mass mandates of where they're going? Um, AOC now going through therapy. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, <laughs> did anybody see that article? AOC now uh, now going through therapy. Yeah, she's blaming uh, everything today. Um, Everything, literally, she's blaming it all. Everything of what's going on today, of of uh, of the things that she's suffering from. I mean, folks, this is uh, this is just downright uh, uh, comical. Um, AOC, uh, the other, what was it, two days ago? Uh, let's get into that first before we get into the other articles. AOC came out with a. Uh, with a video of when she was asked about kids in cages and uh and she's and and she's literally frustrated check this video out guys are you exhausted or are you living in a late stage capitalist society that's enduring a pandemic that has no guarantee of health care or housing and that's not normal and is putting all of the weight and exhaustion on working people? Ask me anything. Yeah. Yeah. She, la- ladies and gentlemen, this woman is 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 losing her mind. Literally losing her mind. And if that gets any worse, uh, you gotta tune into uh, uh of what of what goes on next. That literally, literally. I mean, folks, it, it, it gets worse and worse and worse. Uh, this woman is now saying that she needs to go to therapy because she feels stressed. Like what? Like what? What is wrong? Of, uh, four days ago, believe it or not, that uh, that she's attending therapy and learning to slow down after the Capitol riot. Yeah, I, I guess it's affecting her. Because uh, she was fearing for her life that that she thought she was in immediate danger. Yeah, this is coming. This is coming from a, a delusional, uh, uh, maybe slightly schizophrenic uh, uh, congresswoman. I mean, this is <laughs> this is crazy. This uh, this is what this is what the congresswoman has says. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, said she decided to go to therapy after the January 6th Capitol riot. She told Latino USA on Friday that members of Congress effectively served in war during the event. What? Oh, boy. The lawmaker also said that the Trump administration had many people in very retroactive mode. What? 
Oh, it gets worse, folks. She said, uh, she told a, a public radio show, uh, Latino USA, that she's learning how to slow down after the attack, which resulted in the deaths of five people, including a police officer. After the sixth, she says, I took some time, and it was really when I explained to her, uh, then Republican, or excuse me, Representative uh, a, a, an Ayanna, if I'm pronouncing that right, Ayanna Presley, she explained to her what happened to me like the day of because I ran to her office and she was like, you need to recognize drama, Ocasio-Cortez says. Like, like, I mean, this is this is how she talks, folks. And I feel like I learned this the hard way after my father had passed away when I was a teenager. That happened at a young age. And I locked it away. You have to live with it for years, she added. She said, according to the Independent, oh yeah, I'm doing therapy, but also I've just slowed down. I think the Trump administration had a lot of us, especially Latino communities, in a very reactive mode. And then it goes on to saying that AOC previously revealed that she hid in a bathroom with a staffer while a mob of angry Trump supporters. Oh, yeah, they had to be angry Trump supporters, right, AOC? Angry Trump supporters broke into the Capitol building, many of them chanting her name. She then says and goes into a dramatic stage. That she thought she was going to die. She recalled an emotional Instagram live in February. I have never been quieter in my entire life, she says. And then it goes on to even more, she says here. In her interview with Latino USA, Ocasio-Cortez said that the insurrection was deeply traumatizing for many members of Congress who effectively served in war, she said. The event also impacted actual legislative process in Congress, according to NBC News. More than 490 people have so far been charged in the connection to the Capitol riot so far. Folks, this is... Uh, this is the... the. They said... Yeah, check this out. They said that the Congresswoman says she had to slow down after the insurrection. Slow down for what? Like, oh, she's such a tough worker, right? And she had to slow down. <laughs> Greg Kelly, a host on uh, Newsmax, mocked the uh, representative for seeking therapy in the wake of the Capitol riot earlier this year. Mr. Kelly made comments on uh, Monday, this past Monday, a segment of the uh, B-roll that showed Miss Ocasio-Cortez giving a speech on the House floor claiming she was having a meltdown. I, I think she had a meltdown uh, long before she actually had the meltdown, folks. I mean, because the woman is a meltdown. Everything that comes out of this woman's mouth is just a delusional sideshow. Nothing she says people will never take serious. I sure as hell don't take serious. With that being said, folks, we got a lot to say on today's show. Uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after these words. Welcome to the Patriot Angle Podcast, a podcast unfiltered, unscripted, raw. Your host, Mike. I love this Rakuten app. Look at that. I open the app, find a store that I want to use, start buying, and gets me tons of cash back. I just got paid to shop. My favorite thing about Rakuten is just getting money back in the mail. I mean, who wouldn't want cash back? Sign up today and get cash back with Rakuten. All right, folks, we're back here on the show. Back here on the show. Hope everybody's having a, uh, a happy Wednesday. Happy uh, middle of the week to everybody. Uh, today on uh, this podcast, we're talking about the... Uh, the crazy, delusional, possibly schizophrenic, uh, radical left. Uh, the Democrat Party died, folks. They they died this past uh, uh, past January. 
when this new president took office. Uh, the, the, this type of Democratic Party, folks, has been hijacked to a new form of itself. And we're seeing quite craziness coming out. Uh, I, I want to plug into the show here just how bad they're getting uh, just with the coronavirus vaccine. They're pushing this damn vaccine, folks, to high levels, high levels. Biden now, the Biden White House teams up now with Snapchat to urge now teenagers to get vaccinated. They're pushing teenagers to get vaccinated. Like, why are they pushing this? Uh, Check this out, guys. stop it there it was going into another video but um that was literally the white house team from joe to kamala to a few staff members that are basically urging now teenagers to get vaccinated like when will this ever stop folks when is this ever going to stop like why do they need to constantly constantly um, push this. Folks, this has to stop. Literally. This has to stop. But according to Biden, Biden now wants to uh, not only urge every American, because that's, that's his agenda, folks. He wants to urge every American to get vaccinated. Like this, 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 this crap is just like, like the energizer bunny it just keeps on going and going and going and going i mean this 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 is this is oh but but according to biden now he needs to unite the country we must unite the country that's his exact message check this out guys it's about bringing people together by uniting the country we need to unite we need to unite as one people one nation, one America. And that was the thing I was most often criticized about, saying, how can you unite the country? We must unite the country. I said it in my kickoff speech in Philadelphia. I said it again when I spoke at Gettysburg. And I emphasize it in my inaugural address. A lot of people, press to elected officials, were somewhat skeptical of that could be done. It's just beginning, but I'm confident we can do this and so much more. And I believe with every fiber of my being that there are simple core values and beliefs that should bring us together as Americans. One of them is standing together against hate, against racism. Yeah, against hate, right, Joe? You created the hate. Your administration is creating so much in this country. Hate, division, Racial differences. You, you, you're the one. You, you, you're the author. You, you're the influencer on all of what you're saying, folks. Is is this guy not the biggest hypocrite that you've ever heard of? I ch- check him out more. The ugly poison that has long haunted and plagued our nation. Yeah. Today, I can say that because of all of you, many of you sitting right in front of me, you've taken that first step. This important step. I'd like to thank the Congress and the members who are here today, Democrats and Republicans, who came together to get the COVID-19 Hate Crimes Act on my desk 
Well, on a desk I'm about to sign. <laughs> but I want to thank uh, the Majority Leader Schumer, and I want to thank Speaker Pelosi for your leadership. I also want to thank uh, our the leader from the state of Kentucky for letting it go forward. It's important. It's important. Most of all, uh, Maisie, or should, Senator, <laughs> I called you Maisie. I apologize, Maisie. <laughs> I called Chuck Chuck anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Senator Hirano, Senator Tammy Duckworth. Turn this off. Turn this off. This is this. This is like disgusting. So Biden's making remarks on uh, uh, some kind of what is it, a COVID nineteen hate crimes act. Uh, if, if, what? More ridiculous policy being signed into uh, into law, like COVID nineteen hate crimes. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, what does that mean? What does that mean? I I, I don't know. I think th- they'll make up uh, the definition later. Yeah, literally, you'll see Joe make it up literally a definition about it, like later, later into the week or later into the month. Is he going to be circling back on that one, too? They want to, folks, this is what it comes down to. I think they want to uh, insinuate that every attack on a Asian American is because of COVID-19's origins being from uh, China. Yeah, that's a bunch of baloney, if you ask me. They never cease to amaze me by the the type of garbage, garbage policies that's coming out of this administration. I mean, he never knows... What he's literally saying. He never knows it. He just speaks and it's just like blabber comes out of his mouth. He doesn't even know what he's saying half the time. I, I I don't know, folks. I you know yeah, yeah I'm going a little pause here on the on the show, but you know, uh, folks, this is America, okay. I want to get back to the masking and and the COVID, you know, uh, restrictions and everything. It, it, it's time to end the restrictions. I'm really for governors and mayors uh, that want to end the restrictions. Lift the restrictions. Just just literally get people back to a normal state of mind. Okay? Stop having us live in a, a, a third world utopia. Okay? Beating people up for not wearing or asking that you wear a mask is literally uh, craziness. Not only does it violate liberties and freedoms, but it violates the Constitution, folks. You are literally violating somebody's rights as an American. You cannot force somebody to wear a damn mask or what I've been coming to calling it a muzzle over somebody's freaking face. Uh, I choose oxygen. I choose fresh air over being silenced because that's what's going on, folks. The damn government silencing us. Another made-up problem by drama queen libtards. Retards. Yeah, that's what they are. They're queen libtards and retards. Made up drama to cause problem, conflict, and divideness. Because COVID came from China. Blah, 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 blah. It's called the China virus because it came from China. Doesn't have anything to do with Asian people. How stupid does that sound? He wants to sign a COVID-19 hate crime act because he thinks it's stereotypical uh, racism uh, for calling it the China virus. What do you want it to call it? It's a virus that came from China. That's what you normally call it, right?
I mean, how much more stupidity are we going to get from this, this government? Guess to each his own, right? To each his own. Here's a uh, here's a here's an article here um, on a uh, on Jen Psaki. Now, oh yeah, now she's commenting on the uh, the border joblessness, crime, and and how they're going to combat the rest of the uh, crises uh, here in America. Check this out, guys. Ask you um, about um, a phenomenon uh, known as uh, the giggle gives away. I don't know what this question is. We'll see. <laughs> oh yeah, now uh, yeah, they're gonna be talking about UFOs. Yeah, the White House. We take UFOs very seriously. Yeah, yeah, they, they, that's they're gonna that's the, that's the next uh, that's the next pandemic. I Are guess. You ruined it here? <laughs> serious issue. There are these unrecognized objects in uh, U.S. airspace that are also known as unidentified aerial phenomenon, I understand. Um, and I wanted to see there's a DNI report that I understand is going to be released soon. Can the Biden administration uh, commit to releasing it in full? Well, that would be for a decision by the Department of National Intelligence to make. As you noted, uh, we're aware of the report requirement, um, and our team at the Office of the Director of National Intelligence is, of course, actively working on that report. Um, and we take reports of incursions into our airspace by any aircraft, identified or unidentified, very seriously, and investigate each one. But uh, OD and I would be working on that report, uh, and in terms of disclosure, that would be uh, up to them. I guess in all seriousness, though, can you characterize the president's concerns about this phenomenon? I mean, it is this concept of objects in U.S. airspace that are either origin from other nations or other entities, but what is the concern of the president that this phenomenon seems to occur in the national security apparatus? Well, I think broadly speaking, the fact that uh, we have um, a team that's actively working on a report. Um, certainly wow. the safety of our personnel, security of our operations, our airspace are of paramount concern, uh, whether that is identified or unidentified aircraft. Um, and we don't discuss that publicly uh, for a range of reasons, but uh, certainly the president supports the ODNI uh, putting together a report and following through on that commitment. Um, 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 can, can... Can this press secretary ever answer a question without the, um, um, we take this and that very seriously, but that's up to the other agencies to decide what they want to do. Did she like literally just say that on live television? It's up to the other agencies of what they want to do. Folks, whether this uh, UFO or aliens or whatever you want to say is true or not true, uh, shouldn't we be looking at that as a national security threat? Like if we have unidentified objects in our airspace, our U.S. airspace, that's a violation of our airspace without getting permission from the federal government and other agencies that are responsible for that. It, it, I, I, I mean, eh, I might be wrong, right? I, I might be right, I might be wrong, but I mean, uh, shouldn't we, uh, I mean, shouldn't, shouldn't we know what's going on? I mean, is it a security threat to our nation? Is it, I mean, what, I mean, that's, I think we should be looking into this of just, Saying, you know, well, it could be the. I, I, I think you get, you know, get to work, uh, uh, Washington, and, and stop pencil pushing uh, everything to the Americans. The Americans want to know what's going on. I mean, stop pencil pushing. I, that's what's going on with this administration. Nothing but pencil pushing every little detail. They can never give you a straight answer. Do we see that under the Trump administration? Four years when they were in office. No, everything was delivered to the American people. Everything. 
I think the difference between this administration that we have in Washington versus the Trump administration is showing very weak detail on their end. They, I mean, they can't give you a simple, straight answer without like pencil pushing it. Um, yeah, it's up to that. It's up to, uh, no, it's up to the president. He needs to look into this detail more. But you won't get that out of Joe. He'll just look at you five, six ways sideways and be like, oh, well, you know, we'll, we'll get back to you on that. Folks, this is, this is, this is, this is embarrassment to our country. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, seriously, we have a lot of stuff going on. Insertions into our airspace are taking very seriously. Insertions onto our land, not so much. Oh, they'll take the airspace like uh, seriously, or at least they'll think they will. But when it comes to our, our, our land... No, not so much. They can care less what goes on in the border. I mean, we've seen that for the last, what, couple months now since it's become a problem. The borders are wide open. I've said that many times on my podcast. We need to strengthen our borders. You're clearly not seeing it under this administration. And there's a lot of different things that's going on. A lot of different things that are going on. I mean, could we be possibly, uh, uh, could we be possibly to have announced from the federal government 70 years of lies about UFOs and aliens? I mean, wouldn't that be something, huh? And the government knows something. I'm telling you, they, yeah, they, they know something that we don't know. They just don't want you to know. Yeah, I understand. Some of it's uh, a matter of uh, of of uh, national security. I get it. But when people ask, you know, what is going on with the story, and you can't give a simple answer, and you do the uh, um um um, you know, that doesn't show much of high confidence. Uh, being leaders in Washington, it doesn't. Because if you can't give a simple answer, you're not fit as an elect official. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. So um, we want to get into this other story here. Here Before I take a break, I want to get into uh, the story coming out of uh, Newsmax again. Good friends at Newsmax. Man, I love that news platform. They tell it like it is. Why can't we have that in this country? From news platforms. Why can't all news platforms tell it like it is? Just tell it like it is. Stop creating the hate. Oh my God, they're like, that's that's all they do is report on hate. So article coming out of Newsmax. Uh, Trump literally uh, uh, commenting on gas. Oh, it's going to cost us a, a, the next crisis here in America. Gas rising at all times highs. Check this out by the former president, giving his little opinion on the uh, on the Biden administration. And the lumber's gone through the roof. The lumber, I guess, as much as anything, but everything, steel. You look at what's going on with pricing, and obviously you're going to have inflation. Uh, gasoline is going to stop at 6 $7, I think, uh, based on what I'm seeing. We were energy independent when, when I left, and right now I would have to say we are no longer energy independent. We're putting windmills all over the place, which costs a fortune, which, by the way, if you're a believer in the carbon footprint and all of the other things, when they make these windmills, which are all made in China and Germany, by the way, they're all made in China, Germany. We don't do them here. They put them together. We put them together here. We don't make them here. Uh, what goes into the air when they make them is more than anything that can ever be saved 
Well, we're here. If you're a believer in that, okay, some people aren't, some people aren't, but we have windmills all over the place. They ruin the environment, they kill the birds, and they cost a fortune. We have natural gas, costs us nothing. Actually, nothing. They burn it off. When you're looking at all of the, those flames on top of the wells, that's natural gas that they burn off. They throw away. And we have it for nothing. Other countries don't have that. We have it for nothing. The richest in the world. And we want to give that away for windmills. You look at some of these beautiful farms where they have windmills all over the place. And you look at these incredible landscapes. And now they're putting them in parts of Massachusetts where a lot of people aren't so happy about it and uh, has a lot of negative impacts. I'm not a big fan of wind. It's very, very expensive. You just watched Newsmax TV, America. Yeah, you just heard the president there uh, predicting gasoline at $7 a gallon under President Biden. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I could agree with the, the former president uh, predicting that, that prediction, too. Uh, we're getting close to it. Some states as high as three fifty, four dollars a gallon. Uh, good friends up in uh, the Northeast, New Jersey, New York. I mean, they're damn near approaching uh, four fifty, four sixty-five. Folks, that's that's crazy. That is crazy. Uh, Trump talking about uh, burning off natural gas. I got a friend of mine that uh, posted a video on his social media platform uh, account uh, just the other day uh, of how. He was driving down the road and they're burning natural gas right on the side of the road. I mean, I, I couldn't believe that when I seen that. I was like, what the hell is going on? What is what is going on? This is this is crazy. Craziness. Crazy, crazy, craziness. Folks. If things do not improve in this country, we're not going to have a country. I've said that from time after time after time. Like, when is things going to, like, literally get better? It's going to be a while before it, 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 it gets to that point. I truly believe that. I truly, truly believe that. Um, I want to get into a couple more uh, topics here before we run uh, low on time. Uh, I want to take a quick little break, and uh, I want to get into um, I want to get into this new topic here. Uh, it's basically trending the uh, the news articles here. Uh, but first, I want to take a quick break. Uh, don't go anywhere, guys. We'll be right back after these words. Hey, folks. Hey, folks. Back here. Um, here's an article coming out of uh, Breitbart again. Um, Oh, CNN tappers uh, on uh, uh, Taylor Green, Georgia's uh, representative uh, Taylor Green's uh, supposed mask holocaust comparison. Uh, he's stating, saying that uh, you really think that a Jewish life is worth so little. And I was from the uh, the CNN anchor uh, Jake Tapper uh, this past Monday on his show, uh, the lead. Uh, he basically was criticizing. Representative uh, Taylor Green, Marjorie Taylor Green, a Republican out of Georgia, for comments she made last week comparing uh, coronavirus mandates uh, in Congress to the Holocaust. Uh, a lot of similarities, right? Uh, I mean, the Jewish people were gassed by the uh, Germans and put in concent uh, concentration camps and then eventually uh, burnt up. And uh, gas gas chambers, and that's what created the Holocaust. I mean, we're seeing the same thing with masks, are we not? I mean, you know, the suffocating in the mask, you can't breathe. You know, sometimes in 80, 90, 100 degree weather, it's same thing, same thing. So, uh, what's wrong? Why by saying that? What's wrong for a representative uh, to quote truth or at least her opinion? I thought we lived in a free country. I, I thought we did. Check this out. This is the uh, the anchor uh, criticizing uh, Taylor Green. You you know you no good deed goes unpunished in Bart. And Amanda, let's talk with you. I want to talk with you about Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Green, your favorite. Um, she was given a chance to correct or apologize for her remarks, and her response was, "I stand by all of my statements, and I said nothing wrong." Unquote. And just to, to be clear here, Kevin McCarthy. 
Steve Scalise and Elise Stefanik, the three top House Republicans, last time I checked, none of them had said anything about this. I, I don't think they're going to. Marjorie Taylor Greene can apparently say whatever she wants. There's no consequences. Yes, There's no call freedom of speech, lady. The Republican lady. leadership thinks she has a better tie to the Trump base that they still want to win than they do. What worries me aren't just the one-off comments that she makes every day, because this is going to keep happening. It's the fact that she is the one that, with all the grassroots energy, her and Matt Gates are going around the country, doing rallies, building out the base, going to Georgia, Florida, Ohio. They're the game in town. And she has more power in the Republican Party than Kevin McCarthy does. Because you think, she, you really yes, do? I do. She does whatever she wants. Please, Kevin McCarthy, show me otherwise. And, well, uh, and she makes them look so weak, both um, McCarthy and McConnell. When when you have this happen, they all they do is just look like they have no power whatsoever. The the other thing is, you know, Democrats have done the exact opposite. Remember, Ilhan Omar well, a few have? years ago um, oh, okay. said something that was sort of vaguely anti-Israel. Demo, we were so. Well, she cool. said it was all about the Benjamins. So it was fair. But, I mean, what she said was, and that she didn't feel like, as a as a member of Congress, she needed to pledge fealty to a foreign government. And yeah, like I'm In not any case, she, apo- she did apologize. She apologized. Right. But Democrats were so quick to jump on our own, right, to say, no, we're not going to stand for any discrimination, any anti-Semitism. You know, Republicans who want to be best friends with Israel are not doing that. So even when they are so, pro, you know, strongly pro-Israel, they can't take her on. What was your reaction when you heard those, those comments? Because I have to say, and I, I mean, I'm used to all sorts of, you know, uh, dog whistles about, yeah. uh, about being Jewish and about Jews, but to, to compare... Pelosi saying, if you're not vaccinated, you need to wear a mask to the slaughter of six million Jews, babies, children, women, old people, men. And, and the idea, like it, to me, it just signifies you really think that a Jewish life is worth so little that it's equal to asking you to wear a mask. Yeah, but this is like trivializing, trivializing the the death and despair that people suffer. So she has political gain, right? This is like the competitive grievance and victimhood. And you can't tell me anything, you liberal Democrats, because I, as a Republican, I'm being suppressed. That There aren't many policy ideas in the Republican Party right now. It's all based on grievance and partisanship. Marjorie Taylor Greene gets that. It works. It's what the Republican base likes. And right now, there's not anything that competes with it, that drives up that outrage and can get people involved to counter it. That's why I'm saying, like, don't dismiss the stuff that she's doing. Don't dismiss the audit that's going on in Arizona because they're going to take that on the road. I mean, there's yeah. been no consequences for January 6th, no, no consequences for the big lie. And so, you know, my Democratic friends, you know, Joe Biden is doing a good job, but everyone seems to think like, oh, we can just look at our reform agenda and pass these bills. Meanwhile, all around the country, this thing is going on and taking hold of the Republican imagination. We are bringing pillows to this fight. There is no question because we're we're trying to pass an infrastructure bill and we care about daycare. Oh, oh, Joe Biden's doing such a great job, huh, lady? Uh, why is gas prices at an historic high? Why is unemployment rates at an historic high? Why is everything that's coming out of this administration literally a crisis? Biden doesn't create change. He creates crisis after crisis after crisis. And then you're trying to tell me that it's wrong for Marjorie Taylor Greene to voice her opinion on masks, okay? And you think that's wrong for her stating that. Well, why is it wrong? I, I, like I said, I thought we lived in America, folks, where we have freedom of speech. I, I guess that went out the window, right, when... When this new administration came into power, I guess we lost all our freedoms and liberties when this new administration came into power. Right. I I guess we lost it all of it. I I guess this is not the United States of America where freedom of speech is valued and looked at like it's like gold. Okay, because. You can't say anything in this country without being criticized. You know, eh, you might be wrong for saying it. You know, you you know, everybody has opinion of their own, right? 
So just because one person's opinion is different from your opinion, you're going to criticize them for that. You're going to tell them that they're wrong. You're going to go to levels on social media and the internet and say, she should be exposed from Congress because she doesn't represent her party very well. She has higher power than even Mitch McConnell and blah, 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 blah. Oh, that is all wrong, right? But you're trying to tell me that the same party that influenced rioters last summer, such as Black Lives Matter and Antifa, those were right, right? Because they were nothing but peaceful protesters, right? Yeah, they were pro peaceful protesters just forgiven their opinion because it was their First Amendment rights. Free speech only exists to the narrative of what they're trying to give out on a political message. That's the new radical left's agenda. It only matters to them when they see it. That's, I mean, that's what it seems like, folks. That's what it seems like. Yeah, that's what it seems like. It seems like everything else uh, only matters when they're base, and then and then and then this and then this woman here, uh, of course the uh, the anchor, you know, it, they're going on and on about like, oh, Ma- uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene is trying to uh, boost up their base, the Republican base, and everything else, and they want to uh, reform it all in the twenty. 20- 2022 uh, midterm elections and they want to take back the house and folks, we have to, there's no, there's no way around it. We have to, the Republicans have to take back the house next year, because if they don't take back the house, there's going to be hell and, 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 and high water coming uh, to the 2024 uh, general elections because folks, these policies are not just third world. They're radical policies that do not work folks socialism in this country nor any country in the world for that matter does not work when are people going to understand that and realize that like it it this doesn't work doesn't work So now I want to get into this other article. Susan Sarandon now is stating that she stands with the Palestinian people fighting against the uh, the alphabetic government. Yeah, she stands with them, but she doesn't stand with Israel. Oh no, she does. She doesn't stand with Israel. Yeah, check this out. This is uh, this is the uh, the 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 actress here. The left-wing Hollywood star Susan Sarandon has declared her support for Palestinian people while accusing Israel's uh, administration of practicing uh, alphabetic. Susan Sarandon tweeted on her, uh, her Twitter account and made a political declaration uh, just earlier today, adding her support for supermodel Bella Habit, who has also uh, politicized and publicly accused Israel of this behavior and participated in pro-Palestinian protests. She stands with the Palestinian people fighting against this type of government and pray for the Israel, Israeli, where's my words? Hold on, folks. Because this is important. Uh, this is important uh, topic here. And I get a glass of water. Uh, she prays for the uh, the the Israeli people that they too will enjoy peace. Sarandon then tweeted, "I also stand and support Bella for having the bravery to stand in solidarity with her people. That can be lonely," she says. Folks, this Susan Sarandon is among a growing list of Hollywood left-wingers who have spoken out against Israel in recent weeks after the country came under rocket attack 
from Hamalis terrorists. But these 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 Hollywood uh, left wingers that that that's okay. They support that. I guess they support terrorism too, right? Folks, this 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 is crazy. Literally crazy. And and guess who guess guess who else uh, supports that? Yeah, your good friends of Black Lives Matter. They support that too. Yeah, yeah, they support that. I'm telling you, folks. I'm telling you. Another article coming out of that. Jewish House Democrats are urging Biden to appoint an an ambassador to combat anti-Semitism. Condemn House colleagues' comments. A Jewish House Democrat sent a letter urging President Joe Biden to appoint a United States ambassador at large to monitor and combat the situation and condemning the comments made by their House colleagues. Representative Joe Josh Godenheimer, a Democrat of New Jersey, and Kathy Manning, Democrat of North Carolina all signed onto the letter first obtained by Punchbowl News saying that they are deeply disturbed by the recent surge of incidents in the United States uh, they're, they're, they're very concerned they said very 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 concerned uh, the Jewish House Democrats also went into uh, saying in the New York in the Times Square a group yelling uh, uh, slurs viciously beat kicked and pepper sprayed an unsuspecting Jewish man in Los Angeles. A caravan of pro-Palestinian protesters descended on the restaurant in West Hollywood, demanding to know who's Jewish before unleashing a violent attack on diners while yelling slurs. A Jewish family visiting from New Jersey was harassed, folks, by four men in an SUV shouting, free Palestinian, fuck you, Jew, die Jew. This is what, folks, this is what's going on in our country. It, it gets worse. Listen to this. And and uh, Tucson, Arizona, an individual threw a rock through a glass window, vandalizing uh, a Jewish business. Folks, Jews across the United States... Right now, because what's going on over there in the Middle East are facing extraordinary, tense environment of fear and insecurity in this country. But this is given that Jews in Europe and around the world have faced a similar increase in threats in recent weeks because of the incidents that are happening in uh, the Middle East. Folks, when is the hate going to end in this country? According to Joe Biden, we must unite people. How in the hell are you going to unite people when you can't even control the violence in your own country, Joe? Seriously. Like, seriously. We must learn from history, folks. And I'm going to say this on the show. Some people will get it. Some people won't. We must learn in history that the type of violence the inflammatory rhetoric will go unaddressed and it will fuel increase of hatred and violence against Jewish people or any other culture for that matter if things do not get controlled and handled responsibly. You're not seeing it from this type of government. Not only are they not enforcing to control this, they're influencing it. 
through messages. Folks, this has to stop. This has to stop. That being said, folks, thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Also, tune in tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, we're going to have a uh, Zoom call with uh, uh, with a special guest joining the show, uh, coming in from Florida, a uh, a pastor, a youth guidance uh, director, and also uh, giving his feedback on you know just what's going on in his community with the uh, with with the the religious uh, criticism and the hate and just everything going on, uh, you know, in his neck of the woods. So tune in to that show tomorrow night um, as it will be formatted uh, into our audio version, as well as we will be having a live Instagram show earlier that that day tomorrow. So there's going to be two days of podcasting tomorrow. There's going to be a double decker, folks. We're going to do the Instagram live, and then we're also going to do the um, the uh, the Zoom call with a uh, with a special guest. Uh, I'm going to have a pastor on my show, and that will be uh, formatted into an audio version uh, later that night. So tune in tomorrow, as tomorrow will be a very very busy uh, set of events here on the podcast. Uh, with that being said, folks, thank you. As always, for tuning in to the podcast, and we hope to see you on the next one. Remember to hit that like, hit that follow button, and subscribe to us on any platform you choose, whether it's Google Podcasting, Apple Podcasting, Anchor Podcasting, Podbay.fm, or anywhere you hear a podcast. Search that search bar, the Patriot Angle Podcast. Also, Like and follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages. With that being said, thank you for tuning in, guys. See you on the next one. You just heard an episode of the Patriot Angle Podcast. An anchor platform.